You are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp and SwordChomp.com. We know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show part of your day. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, the Chompcast actually gives you double life experience points. It's true. Go do something. You're going to level up a lot faster. Promise. Every show is streaming and downloadable at the newly launched and revamped SwordChomp.com. So go check it out for everything Sword Chomp related from merchandise to our Patreon to reviews that we are now uh, pumping out thanks to the one and only Rich Meister. So go to SwordChomp.com. Of course, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and nearly every major podcast outlet. Uh, outlet. Leave us a five-star rating, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, you know, Go to our Patreon, become a VIP. We have a special celebration today. It is our 200th podcast. 200. And I have planned a little game show for our listeners. A trivia show of sorts. Shay, I see you leaning into the microphone. Is there something you want to say there before I launch into this? Oh, he seems okay. Nah, I'm just just trying to trip you up. (laughs) But I'm really excited. Well, you succeeded. All right, so um, <clears throat> let's to celebrate this special occasion. Let me just slip in the character here. Welcome everyone to the number one game show in Hope County, Montana. A bite of truth. Woo! Let's welcome our contestants. Come on down from the rat-infested burrows of New York. You'd like this guy to burrow inside you because he's just a big softy, the Richmeister. Were you doing like Jabba the Hutt before? <laughs> How are you doing, Rich? Wow, 200 episodes. What a feat. I was doing better until like Santa Claus or whatever just came and shit on my town. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a mental image there. <clears throat> Sorry, no. I got to stay in character. I was doing a little worse before that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all got our engines revving one way or the other. Very, very impressive, Rich. 200 episodes, right? Actually, no. Um, what is this? Was like 20? Yeah, I've been, on, I've been on all of them. <laughs> really, really taking the credit here, aren't you? Just Every single leave. one. He's been rubbing my feet for the first 160 episodes. It's true. Warming up, warming up. Yeah, this is my. This is. I'll just drink this potion here. I need to go back in my normal voice, and then my announcer I voice. I hear one fucking can. <laughs> was that? Was that? It, was your potion a Dr Pepper ten? That's oh, a Lacroix. Oh, okay. I, I tell you right That's now, right better, now in the middle Rich. of this That's pandemic, better. give him credit. The uh, Dr Pepper ten is hard to find in the pandemic. Trust me, it's caused me great. Is great it? Heartache. I, I'm surprised anyone is buying it besides you. Again, it only exists in Montana. Well, like they've gotten rid of it. It elsewhere. has doctor right on the can. It probably is medicinal. I'm that's, sure. That's true. Yeah. That's true. As much as I like Doctor Pepper, I'm more of a fan of Mister Pib. I don't need your fancy doctorate soda, Mister mm. Pib. That's that's such a rich move. <laughs> Uppity soft uh, drink. <laughs> I like a good Pib extra. Oh. Um, oh, I get it. I get it. Rich because there's a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> no, I'm diabetic. Um, uh, <laughs> I gotta go for a diet, Mr. Pib. <laughs> no, when I go to oh, a movie okay. theater, I get the diet Pib, too, as well, but, um... You gotta God go to the Five it. Guys, find, <laughs> find a Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Pib on, uh, on the fountain. Whatever happened to Mrs. Pib? She, uh, she passed away last year. They did, like, one of those Jesus. murder exchange things. 
Yeah, it was kind of cool, actually. You yeah. can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's right. Like, look up um the assassination of Saddam Hussein, and it's in the related videos. Mm-hmm. You ever watch that? He's begging him to do it. Thank you for being here again, Rich. As usual, love, love the commentary and uh, the helpful YouTube advice there. Now, coming up here from Japan, Japan, Japan the one and only Professor Layton Shea is here. Welcome to the show, Shea. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm good. Um, I bring a message, actually. Um, I was hoping that this was going to be a surprise for us, but did not pan out. I actually was able to get in contact with a one Anthony Fisher. I was trying to convince him to come on for the 200th episode as a guest. He is currently going through some personal family uh, emergencies, so he was not able to make it. He sends his warm regards to you guys, to myself, and to the fans out there. So I wanted to get that out of the way now. But I'm doing great, man. I'm ready for this game show. I'm ready for us to reflect on 200 episodes. Strange timing for that Anthony Fisher drop there. But hey, that's great news for our longtime listeners. Is there there a specific time to to drop that? Like, was there there a slated time I should have dropped that news? If you don't know who Anthony Fisher is... Uh, we have a retired podcast host that went by Fish, and he is no longer a part of the podcast and will not be participating in this trivia show. So, I mean, if he That's wants true. to, he could. Like, if he if he popped up in this Skype chat right now, I dare you to tell him no. <laughs> uh, you. <clears throat> Anyways, th- Shay, I'm excited because in in honor of our long running jokes we have here, the amount of podcasts you have recorded for Sword Chomp has finally exceeded the amount of notches on your bedpost. Am I right? <laughs> um, yes. Can we get cricket there? Uh, I guess. I don't have I a bedpost. Until post. the after show party. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess I'll buy a bedpost and put notches on it, and when people ask, I'll be like, it's a number of podcasts I've recorded. And then I'll <laughs> make for a really interesting conversation. They would, you know, they think the notches mean something else, you know, really gross and disgusting. Yeah. And no, it's just like what? exactly the, the like thing what? is more gross and pull... disgusting than this. The, I the... I doubt their minds are going to immediately go there. Four right. people the technically getting is, drunk in alone. In order to see the, in order to see the notches, they have to pull away all of the used women's panties to see the notches. So mm. um, I don't know how many. <laughs> oh, so because you collect there, like like. <laughs> Like drinks, yes. okay. Yes, because you collect used women's trophies. panties. You were so trophies. close to pulling it back in a classy way, and then it just... <laughs> That's the Shay I, I know mean, and love right there. We, we know who we are at this point. We're 200 episodes in. We know who we are at this point. It's like Kesha says, we are who we are. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> I, thought, I thought she said TikTok. <laughs> What about TikTok? Your TikTok uh, question? No, Morgan. Do you do you like when you're hosting? Do you just ever feel like a plastic bag flying through the wind? What is this American Beauty? No, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like a plastic bag a great drifting movie. through the wind. Thank you for being here, Shay, the one and only. 
Professor Layton from Japan. If you've never heard our show before, <laughs> you're learning a lot about us. And of course, lastly but not least, from Michigan, the one and only Joshua Fowler is here eating secretly while he's probably on mute because he's always eating dinner at this time. But we have a game show, Josh. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm gonna hear you chewing. <laughs> no, I was just thinking that all those panties on the uh, on the bedpost probably really uh -huh. helped the audio quality. I was I was wondering how he how he pulled that off. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Now we know. Yeah. I use some WD forty, so you guys can't hear the squeaking. Hmm. That's smart. That's and sexual. I thought smart so. and sexual. <laughs> I use uh, it on my door hinges because I go downstairs to make mixed drinks and I don't want to wake anyone up. Hmm. That's funny. When I'm in my bed, I also go downstairs. Oh, because oral. I understood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that very difficult to comprehend joke was uh, comprehended by you, Rich. Thank you. No, I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> Shay, not a man that's free to go downtown. You get my drift. But yeah, Joshua Fowler. From downtown. From downtown. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you for being here, Josh. The Jimmy Rustler. We haven't killed each other yet, so mm. somehow we have survived 200 episodes and neither of us are dead. It's really impressive. It really is. Mm -hmm. And I am your host today, Morgan Barnes, General Mountain Time. Is the nameplate on my trailer? I'll back if you're looking for some fun after the show, ladies. Just we kidding. Got, yeah, I'm, games. I'm <clears throat> Unless the trailer wasn't Let's a get... joke, though. <laughs> what is the character? Is he Santa? I don't know. It's I a think game he's Santa show Claus. host. Welcome. Wait, hold on. Let me try. What game show host sounds, sounds like what? Child. What is it? <laughs> is this a better game show host? Welcome everyone to the show. Is that a better? That's better. I mean, now I'm always going to compare it to that other one. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it just, it seems strange that you wouldn't instantly go with Don Pardo. Yeah, it's kind of the go-to. I don't know what Don Pardo is. Is that a sexual Aww. position? Yes, actually, but that's unrelated. <laughs> it's totally, uh, weirdly enough, it has nothing to do with him. Come on down. Strange, very strange. Let's, let's I'm going to go for a bombastic one. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Could you do Richard Karn? Don't know who that is either. Let's get to the questions, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Actually, you know, that's probably not true for our podcast, which is fairly inappropriate. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> You're letting your kids listen to this? What's wrong with you? <laughs> all of these questions were pulled from a podcast that featured Rich Meister, Josh, and Shay from many moons ago. So... Everyone has a chance to answer these questions fairly. I promise you that. <clears throat> Episode 74 of the Chompcast. If you'd like to go look it up for your own pleasure. <clears throat> now, while the contestants... I ask the contestants here to please remain silent while they think of the answers. I will be playing some special theme show music. And uh, they will be typing... The answer is secretly behind the scenes and sending them to me all at once. So this is a fair competition. And we will see for this 200th episode who truly knows their brethren chomper the most. <clears throat> all right. 
Here we go. I'm going to ask the question, and then there'll be a pause, and I will play the music. Quietly think about it, type the answer in, and don't send it until I say. For the first question that came from episode 74 of the Chompcast, which host predicted that in one of the upcoming God of War sequels, Kratos will eventually kill the Judeo-Christian God? All right. Waiting for the drop. Sadly, I could not. I could not remove the 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 foreign accent from that clip. But it is public domain, so it should be safe to use. Very nice. That was Will Ferrell. I thought it would add texture. <clears throat> All right. On the everyone, please send your answer now. <sighs> Josh and Shay both said Shay. Rich said it was him. The answer is. Rich Meister! Oh. What? I remember things I said, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we took a good guess. Yes. He, we, our Bible Belt listeners have, our ratings in the Bible Belt have dropped 94% as Rich proclaimed that the <laughs> day of Christian God will be murdered. Um, fascinating. We had, <clears throat> let me take my potion here. <clears throat> yeah, we had a good talk about God of War on that episode. And, um, we were sort of joking about how it was like a nightmare for Christmas kind of thing where he can just walk through these like portals to all these different realms of gods, you know, as ludicrous as that is. And then, yeah, and then uh, Rich said that he wanted them to murder uh, the well, that's I remember this conversation. That's the end game. Like, you know, slowly, like we do the yeah, Egyptian yeah. pantheon next. Yeah. We just keep working our way up until finally Kratos is just too powerful and he murders the Judeo-Christian god. Look, mm-hmm. if you really want to get review bombed, you think having a buff lady in The Last of Us will get you review? You should try murdering God, all right? Try murdering God and see Don't what happens. Don't worry. Uh, since then, I've come up with a title for it as well. Um, it's called God of War, Yahweh, or the Highway. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, what about what about God of War, Yah, get out of my way? I like that too. <laughs> There's also a DLC where you fight Allah, but he's like a, a he's like a super boss because you can't even see him. Mm. And you, you look at a bunch of particle of effects. Wrist. Yeah. And then at the end, you find that it was the Prophet Muhammad. What about what about this title? Yahweh to hell. <laughs> I can work with I, that, I, I, but but like it doesn't really work because you're not on your way to hell. You're on your way to heaven. To kill well, God, Kratos, like, a, you know. like he's a Japanese high school student or something. But wouldn't he kill? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he kill God and then, by that same realm, want to kill the devil too because of the same, you know, paradigm? Do you think? Do you no, that's God where the devil are the same is. person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you fuck Lucifer, <laughs> or Lucifer fucks you. you. You, you have like a bukkake session, and <laughs> Hitler and the devil are the recipients of it. You say bukkake session. <laughs> Yes, that's what he said. Well, actually, no, here's what happens, actually. you Weirdly enough, you go to hell to find Hitler to recruit him, but then he's not there, and then you go to heaven, and Hitler's there, and he's like, I don't get it either, man. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's how you justify yeah, killing yeah, God. I don't know if I want to touch that one. Um, well. That's what she said. I had to get one in there. I, I, don't, I don't know what just <laughs> happened. 
Neither do I. <laughs> All right. That's, that's <clears throat> y'all way out, out of left field there. <laughs> I got nothing. You know, you guys were throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. <clears throat> Let's get back to the show. All right, now. Yikes. Rich takes the lead here, now, which is impressive because he is the newcomer. But then again, he did say that. So props to him on remembering it and shame on everyone else for forgetting. <laughs> but let's be honest. We can barely remember, you know, what we had. That's actually a great joke from this from the from the Game of the Year show. Shay said, I can't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. And Josh said, oh, you should at least remember her name. Mm. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was a bell I would hit up here when there's a joke. I, know, I, know. I, wish, I wish that was my problem. Or pleasure okay yeah. one all right treasure i'm just hey look pandemic has treasure made things much more difficult in 2020 that's all i'm saying yikes now whiskers was not our first <laughs> dating site <laughs> joke strangely enough this is true this is true we had a i wrote a dating site joke at the time it was not something that occurred naturally in conversation like whiskers did now Whiskers, if you haven't heard, was a, a dating site joke or dating app we used, sort of our version of Tinder. It sounds weird and confusing. Go listen to the podcast titled Whiskers from the early part of the year. It'll all make sense. But. Kind of. <laughs> I, re I really am drifting between confusing accents here. But here is the question. I concocted a fictional dating site for Shay on episode 74 of the Chompcast. That's the clue. It's two words. What was the name? I'm sure I'm still here, Slots. I'm going to turn up in Tunnel. That's really offensive. I'm. <laughs> I wonder what they're actually saying. I don't. <laughs> Rich, right. you're supposed to wait. Three, two, <laughs> that one. That wasn't my answer. Send in your answers. The humble oh, indie bundle? <laughs> what? It's not what it says, but... Uh... Dummy Cummies. That's Shay's. <laughs> Dummy Cummies. Shay's exclusively fucking dummies. <laughs> no dummies. <laughs> Just like Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. Just interested in dumbasses. <laughs> Josh said I the did like I thought we were gonna get multiple choices there. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, no I made clue. that one intentionally hard. I know, I know. Um if I gave you the first the second name, I wonder if it would help. Um The second word is mingle. Does that help at all? Type it if it does. Don't say it out loud. I'll give you a hit. It was designed for Shay. Oh, years ago. Uh, no. No. Um, no okay, idea. All right. All right. So, if, shingle mingle? Why yeah, the mingle? dating app for, uh, for people with <laughs> autoimmune skin diseases. <laughs> the dating app oh, for God, white people. It's disgusting. But I like the... It has a nice <laughs> ring to it. Shingle mingle. Um, or jingle it's, it's mingle? It's the new right dating app. Shingle Mingle is a zombie dating app. Yeah. Um, it that, was that called... Was Mingle. Never mind. It was called Metalhead Mingle. 
And uh, Rich actually said that he had an account, but withdrew it because no women signed up for the dating site. So he, well, they were <laughs> he just... made a joke about removing his account from, from Metal Ed Mingle. Bazimba. Mm. Yeah. Good times. Good times. I just thought that was interesting yeah. because we actually have two dating site jokes in our history. Well, one, one would actually probably exist and probably does exist, but Whiskers, man, there was nothing like that joke. That's the one yeah. that definitely exists, right? Really what you need, Shay, is Christian metalhead mingle to bring back those Bible Belt listeners, um, which is just, you know, what, is it, what would that be? POD and Skillet fans, I guess? Primarily. Did you know that anyone can sign up for J-Day? They don't even check. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a kink for a lot of people is to lie about being religious and bang religious people. So That's uh-huh. weird and specific. Yeah. Same thing with farmers only. They don't even check. They don't come yeah. to appraise my land or anything. <laughs> I, I Okay, I have a true story about this app. It's like shame. 100% full disclosure. So I used to work at Home Depot, and we had this, I had this coworker at one point and he had moved from Oklahoma to Montana because he met this girl online. And he moved here, and they pretty much didn't work out almost immediately. And so he had this weird living situation, but he's like, he was telling me how he hopped on this dating app, um, and he was trying to meet girls. And I was like, oh, are you using Tim- Tinder? I've been using that one for a little while now. And he's like, no, I'm on FarmersOnly.com. I was like, but you don't own a farm. And he's like, yeah, but they do, and if I can find a sugar mama, I'm good to go. Hmm. That makes sense. And he could just be like, I'm a farmer at heart. I may I, not be a farmer. I identify as a farmer. Yeah, there we go. All right, cool. So there you go. Yeah. You could lie to anyone. And you should. All right. I don't <clears throat> know that that's what I'm saying. Well, nobody got that one, so we're moving on. Boom! All right, now here's your next big question. There's only a couple left. I think we only have three left, so let's uh, let's not Jeez, throw it away, said, people. You said this would be the whole show. No, it's not. That's definitely I not know. the whole show. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I thought I this is going to be much longer. Uh, we'll That's see how long said. it ends up going. I know we have a lot of other shit to talk about too. You know, we have our normal requirements. Um. Requirements, video games, blah. care about those. All right. <clears throat> this host incorrectly predicted Nintendo's big game of 2018 was going to be Metroid Prime 4 to be released later that year. Yeah. Yeah, it's good answer. Yes. It could be in Florida Chop, yeah. It's been trivia, yeah. All right. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. Answers in. Two votes for me and one vote for our retired host, Fish. The answer was Rich. It was Rich Meister. We are all, well, I'm not in here. You guys are wrong. (laughs) Wrong, wrong, wrong. We were, so basically we were trying to 
predict that year what was going to be the big game. And I don't know if they had announced Super Smash Brothers or not. Was but that, that year the year? Was, was that the year they had a teased it at least with a logo? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't remember. 100%. I feel like it has to be because that was the only time that I was yeah, like harboring. Like, wasn't they got to be? Yeah. Yeah. No, this was before uh, they scratched. What, it what episode you said this was, or did you? You said it was episode like 74, which would have been the beginning okay. of 2018. Okay. So Did you that just been... listen to one episode? Is that why this game show is only five <laughs> questions long? Yes, I did. Well, it was a, it took a, it was a very interesting because like the year before they showed us the logo, and then yeah, the next year they just showed us just you know hours of Smash Brothers footage. You know what well, I wish they'd I, done? They'd yeah. like redesigned the logo and showed Matt the next year, but like played it off like they had never done the logo the first time. Yeah, like am I remembering this? Wait, <sighs> am I having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it was tough because um, there was a lot of shows. There was like three or four shows Rich did with us, but Rich, Shay wasn't there, so I had to find one where all three of you guys were there. This was the only uh, one um, that, that I found instantly that I could I, release from. There I was thought you were just gonna go. We, uh, it was tough because my radio is broken in my car and it keeps replaying episode seventy four. <laughs> so I know. So I know a lot loop. about it. <laughs> I just know a lot about. Well, and I want people to be able if they want to listen for fun, just to go back and hear this one weird uh, beacon in time because we were all there. Fish was there too for fun for funsies if they want to listen. Um, but in Fish's typical fashion, he says like four things the whole show. So <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, it's you know it's fish through and through. But um. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. If you want to go listen to seventy four, you'll and there's a tiebreaker question I prepared just in case we get there. But at this point, Rich is crushing the competition with one correct. With answer. one correct, mm. I'm just gonna lock in myself as the answer to every question I, going forward. I wanted, I wanted it to be kind of difficult, like I, I did. Like, who the fuck can remember this kind of shit? But that's sort of the point. Um, all right, we have uh, and it's as we're about th- I'm about thirty ish minutes into my recording, which is about what I wanted this show to be. So we have. Two big questions left, and the tiebreaker, if need be. Okay, uh, let me let me double check here and make sure. Oh no, that's not true. We have three questions left. All right, good news. Which host said traveling doesn't really do anything for me? I like to sit in my dark room and play video games. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yes. Oh, mm, I like how that, that gets, you, gets me every time I hear it. Too. I don't know why. Oh, so glad I grabbed that one. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. Josh said Rich. He said at Rich. And then Shay and Rich guessed. Right, it automatically adds the yeah. at since he's in here in chat. Oh. So. <laughs> At Rich is okay too. Mm-hmm. It was Morgan. Me. Mm. I said it. See, the important detail was I immediately thought I'm like that could have been me if I was being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't like if you know if someone said that seriously, it was Morgan. Yeah, yeah, Rich. I could see you like if I was like if the pandemic wasn't happening this year, and I was like, hey, dude, you should come to TGS this year. I'd see I could see you legitimately considering it. So I was like. There's no way it's rich. Yeah, yeah I, I would. That seemed like one of your bits, though. So, yeah, yeah no, it, it, I didn't think I would be the answer again, or else Morgan's really bad at making this mm. this question. Also, rich, all rich the rest of the answers are just room. rich. 
<laughs> if you look at our podcast, I'm usually recording in a dark closet, and Rich is in a very bright, well-lit bedroom. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't like the darkness. I don't know. I mean, I don't get a lot of sun on this side. It's late. Uh, um, Anyways, yes, you're correct. I, we were the reason we brought it up is because we were talking about Nier and Yokotaro, the legendary creator of Nier, said that he also um, likes to just stay in a dark room and play games and watch movies and stuff, and he doesn't like to travel. So that's why it came up. That's an easy one. Shay's on the board. Rich increases his lead. Josh, I still have hope for you. I do. I think you can get back on the board with I, this one. Okay. I try to block these out as soon as I edit them. Just for my own sanity. <laughs> Who knew it was going to come back to bite you? In what is obviously a very serious game show. Mm-hmm. It seems. All right, that- so there's two. There's like one. This one's pretty easy, and then I'll end with a pretty gross one. Um, all right. Which host said controversially, Destiny 1 and 2. If anyone said controversially, it was Morgan. Yeah, yeah so, I, I, pronounced, I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> I pronounced it correctly. So, which host said that Destiny 1 and 2 are not fun? Oh, shit. <laughs> My oh, this is an easy one. Destiny 1 and 2 are not fun. <laughs> yeah, Dust is good. Hurry up and answer the questions, yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to get pretty, to the discotheque. I wanted to have like one easy one in there to see if I could get you guys like on the board if someone was having trouble, maybe at a brain fart. But let's be honest, that one's pretty easy. One, two, three, go. Answers. Oh, Rich takes a hit. It was definitely Shay that said that. Josh is on the board. Shay is tied with Rich. Wow. It's all going to come down to this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the last question. Okay, so Rich, the joke there long before you I became like that. on the podcast. That's uh, the first like game show voice that you've actually had perfect. The last question. <laughs> I finally got perfect. it right. Very <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, we had this um, long-running joke because we were all obsessed with Destiny. Josh less so, but me and Fish were. And um, Shay just didn't enjoy those games for whatever reason. So it was like a long-standing joke that we had on the podcast. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a joke. I really don't like those games. I was gonna just be like, "You're a long-standing joke on the podcast," and then I was gonna well. disconnect, and you'd never hear from me again. <laughs> Uh, long standing. Well, Rich's like a reviews were a short lived but fun experiment. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> Morgan strives to be long standing one of these days. Boom! Got it. Long standing sounds good. That's uh, yeah. That sounds like a compliment. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. All right. Brace you know yourself. You know what's actually funny about that? That Josh is that it's almost been a year to the date that Morgan broke his leg. Funnily mm. enough. Yeah, oh, it has. We're almost close to me. Finally. Almost back well, around that's creepy. To that. If I check the date and it's like July 9th. Oh my God, it's July 10th. I think that was literally the day I was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's fucking creepy. Don't yeah, put dude. that on me. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. All right. Let me go back here. All right. Let's see here. Are you ready to do this? Last question. <sighs> it's neck and neck. Rich, the newcomer, leads all with. No, he's tied with, he's Shay. Tied with Shay. Two apiece. Josh, coming up in the rear <laughs> with one. You know it. <laughs> with That's where one he likes to be. 
correct answer so he could tie it all and then we could have a tiebreaker. Man, it would be a great tiebreaker, so I hope that we get it. All right? Here it is. For all the marbles, the most sword chomp of all sword chomp related questions. Now really think about this one. Remember who's a part of the show? Think, think, think. Maybe I'm trying to throw you off. Maybe I'm not. Hmm. Is this part of the question? Is it? Huh. All right. Here we go. <laughs> which, which host made a very uncomfortable sexual joke about banging an amputee? I feel like it's not the obvious answer. I don't care if it's not the obvious answer. It's, it needs to be said. Pump it. Pump the volume. Pump the volume. Wow, it all comes down to this. On the count of three, everybody send them in. One, two, three. Boom. Oh my god, we have a three-way tie because Josh got it right! Oh! It was me! Mm-hmm. It was- come on, you guys know I'm the pervert here, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, but I just, like, I, I assumed it wouldn't be the obvious answer. Anyone, I know, I no, I knew it was that because anyone else would have asked me to edit it out. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they would have asked you to amputee the audio? Mm-hmm. So wait, now we have to go to the tiebreaker? Yeah, amputate. Oh, in that's Nimrod. true. God damn it, Shay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. Goddamn idiot. No, don't give me a break. That's, we already talked about that. All right. Whew. It's getting a little heavy here. That was great. That was the perfect way for that to naturally happen because you guys all are tied at two. All right? So here all right. is the here is the tiebreaker. Are you ready for this? And I, you guys got to promise not to cheat. Okay? You guys got to look right at yeah, me. Yeah, I, okay, I, won't, I won't go back and listen to the podcast while the music is playing. This I have two bright tiebreakers just in case, but this one is cheatable, so I'm asking you please to be respectful about this, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds so I'm going to do half. Okay. The episode we've been talking about this entire time, what was the name of it? It's one of Josh's legendary names. Legendary show picture as well. What's your guess is? Boom, Josh, you made it. Do you even remember it? Good guess. Oh, oh, why, why isn't my thing going through? Okay, we're good. Wow, those are all great names. Okay, so Shay said uh, P- Poganoff was P- good. P- Pogonophobia? I couldn't remember if this one was the... Game Tacos one or the I couldn't remember the name of the one with all the leaks. But I will I will none of you got it, which mm. is okay. But I wanted to do for the reference, Shay um said pogonophobia, which is like a fear of beards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that was, was like a, the game of war or the God of War show because Fish really didn't like all the beards in the game. <laughs> 
too many yeah. beards. Yeah, that was a good joke. He's a be- fish had a beard envy slash fear thing going on. It was a good joke. Um, Rich, you guessed what? Every kiss begins with Kratos. I knew it wasn't correct. I just thought it would be a good name. <laughs> okay, plug in your own joke. I appreciate it, you dirty bastard. Josh guessed Game Tacos, which is not correct, ironically. I will you guys give you guys one more clue, and then we'll just – well, I don't know. I have one more tiebreaker if we have to. The show um, was about – there was this really long part at the end of the show where we talked about uh, basically cricket rape. Um where Shay was telling us about like crickets that would like rip each other's appendages off to have sex with them. Okay, I got so, it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna before we before we go on, none of the other two guys' answers have been coming through for this entire show, and just now as you said this last thing, like 40 texts came through because <laughs> Skype is amazing. <laughs> That's great. Luckily, I'm getting. Agreed. Otherwise, that would have been problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, Shay, it sounds like you think you got it, but don't say it out loud. Um, did that clue that I just said, where Shay told us a story about those insects like engaging in very rough, almost rape-like sex? I, you know, I don't like to use the term rape. I know it can be triggering. I apologize. It's just kind of what was like these crickets would like rip the legs off of other crickets to force them to copulate. Um, and Shay was, you know, we used to talk about a lot, a lot of biology-related yeah. things at the time because Shay teaches biology. So does that trigger yeah. the name? Are we, we counting yet? down or three, two, one, go. All right, yes, Josh and Shay both got it. Um, That's tough. It was bug nuts. It was Mm -hmm. bug nuts. Yep. Goodness. That ladybug. I had so much fun making that picture. Picture. Yep. (laughs) That picture was amazing. It was a a giant pair of testicles on a, a beetle. So, and yeah, that was a weird, I listening back to that show. We went, we, that's how I made the amputee joke is cause uh, we, we were, we were talking about how perhaps in the wild, if you like Shay was sort of theorizing that if you lost your appendages, your body would then spend that energy to like push like all the, that power into like your, your, um, mating or, mm. you know resources i'm saying this poorly you know what i'm saying so like yeah. maybe it, if you could be you could lose your arms but they never really big nuts because that's where all of your energy's going because you don't have arms to take is that correct uh, yeah it was something along those lines definitely yeah, like, no. i think it would probably be... <laughs> checks out yeah no that's, that's completely right that's, that's why you deadhead marigolds don't google it <laughs> it was or it was do a weird google it. In- interesting your conversation choice. um uh, All right, anyways, we need the so yeah, I don't, I don't, what? Yeah, I kind of had to give breaker. you guys a clue though, so you kind of all tied until I gave you the really big tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, let me see, do I have one more tiebreaker <laughs> I could pull out here? I think I had one more actually. Um, okay, yeah, well, let's let's do this one and then we'll call it good, even if you guys do tie. All right. Um, Rich, you still have a well. No, it's a tiebreaker. You can play uh, along. I'm, I'm gonna leave it to them. Which host said? Um, which host was made very uncomfortable by Morgan comparing the first year of the switch to one of his sexual partners? Now, what I did was, I basically said that it was like this woman that I dated, where like the first time we banged was so good, I set the bar way too high, and I was. Comparing that to the first year of the Switch where we had Zelda and Mario and, and Mario Kart and the next year was 
kind of a letdown because it was too good of a first year. And like I set the bar too high sexually. And this one host was really irritated um, during that process of me making that apt analogy. Morgan, if this makes you feel better, I don't think you've ever set the bar too high sexually. I heard that. Well, he set it so high that even he can't reach it. These German guys sound horny to you? <laughs> yes. The answer is always either yes horny or he sounds like just dissatisfied with what is going on at this particular moment. No, that's 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 the same sound in German. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't oh. see how those things are. I don't see how those things are mutually exclusive. Gotcha. All right, so Josh and Shay, three, two, one. <laughs> All of us, most of our listeners. That's a good one, Josh. Do you have a real guess? It's on. It's yeah. It's farther down there. It's there. Oh, I couldn't see it. If it did, it cut it off. Hold on. If you had a real guess. Hold it's on. the same see. as Shay's answer. We we both guessed me. All right. Well, I don't know what to do with you guys anymore because you guys keep popping these. T- yes, it was Shay that was made <laughs> uncomfortable. So congratulations, uh, I guess. Um, nobody really won until I extended it. You all tied. Hmm. But then the extension continued on. But yes, it was Bug Nuts, episode 74 of the Chomp cast. Um... I'm trying to think of anything really like uh, random from there. What man? There, you know, what would be a great tiebreaker. Rich is if they could. No, there's no way. Rich talked about his his top ten games of the year that year. I was gonna. One of my questions was gonna be sick. I was gonna be like, how close can you guys get to remembering Rich's top ten? Dude, game? I wouldn't remember it. <laughs> hey, Rich just made him up on the fly. Actually, it was what happened. Um, but you, how about this? Do you guys know for fun what Rich's um, top two games were? Just the top two. Of I think I do. I don't. Seventeen or eighteen. It, it would have been twenty seventeen. Oh, seven. Twenty seventeen. Um, Am I remembering that I, year correctly? I can barely remember the f- before times. Actually, um, this is a good one, Rich. This is a good one because oh, you. I got you, one. This will be see how close they can get to your top two games of the year one and two. I got. I got. No, wait, wait, I. I got it. I, oh no, we, we're typing it. Okay. I don't even. I don't even assuming know what year this, this is. Was, I, I literally remember nothing. Assuming this is the year I'm thinking of, but I'm not sure. I'm committed to the bit. All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Shay is the winner. He put two. Oh, Josh, okay. you're not wrong. Josh, you guessed Persona Five, oh, but I was guessing yeah. 2018. I think that's why I had my years mixed uh, up. All right. You know, it kind of got messy at the end. Is there any, is there a real winner? I don't know. Really. Yeah. I had one and two as Persona 5. (laughs) Yeah. It was the first and second game. (laughs) Persona 5 and Persona 5 The Royal, which wasn't announced or released yet, but I knew. Technically, Shay, let's just say you won. Here's a platform. Here's 30 seconds to say anything you want in the world about anything. Go. Um, I want to thank my mom and my father um, who. You know, we're out in the streets raising me. I want to thank all my friends and family for, you know, keeping me humble, keeping me grounded. I want to thank God. Um, I wouldn't be here today without, uh, you know, that one watching over me. I want to thank, um, you know, just everyone who believed in me. I worked so hard for this. Thank you. I'm never going to stop grinding. 2020, baby. Woo! All right. 
he, you know, that he seemed like he had, he was really ready to go with that one too. There's no, just flew right off the tongue. I, there, I so. literally, I literally was channeling every generic award-winning speech that has ever been given. I'd like good. to thank the devil. Because uh, without um, him, why do we need God? You know, the best, no, technically, Shay, the best, I mean this in all seriousness, I think I quoted this one time, the best award-winning speech I've ever heard in my entire life was when Matthew McConaughey said, like, his hero was, like, he wanted to be, like, himself in 10 years or something like that. I was like, holy shit, that was such a good speech um, when he won for uh, Dallas Buyers Club, I believe. I remember thinking that was a load mm. of crap. <laughs> you would think that, wouldn't you? Um... Anyways, that was fun, guys. Thanks for humoring me, and uh, you guys did good. We got we got to the last round with a tie, which is, I mean, for our listeners, that was neck and neck. You know, you guys gave them, you know, forget the NBA Finals Game 7 tied in the fourth quarter. That was the sporting event of the year because the pandemic has erased sports. So give yourself a hand. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I did not take any performance-enhancing drugs during uh, the training. For this competition, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> what have you been taking? What are those drinks you've been making all night? Uh, I've been drinking Moscow Mules tonight, man. Moscow Mules. There you go. I almost said Bloody Russian for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, isn't that Bloody Russian like a? No, that's a White Russian. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna think of White Russian. Yeah, that Bloody would be Russian so was... disgusting. Like Ugh. a White Russian with a dash of clamato in there. That would be oh. terrible. You ever? I always think of that like terrible fucking like Archer joke where they're making white Russians in the office, and he's like, "If you substitute in, uh, <laughs> if you substitute in tequila for vodka, it's a white Mexican." Jesus, <laughs> Rich, it's twenty twenty. Know your audience. Well, we're talking. We're talking about alcohol, Rich. It was a fun run while it lasted. Um, thanks for um, prepare to be canceled. Um, no, that was <laughs> well. You know, I saw J.K. Rowling sound the anti-cancel culture. Uh... Yeah, she needs to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. Indeed she does the inability to read a room going on there. It's like you wrote a book that lit the world on fire like a million years ago. Maybe just sit down and shut the fuck up now. I, I talked to my wife about this because she's like such an avid Harry Potter fan. She's like, I don't need to buy any more of her stuff. I, I love the books. I love the movies, but I don't need to buy any more of it. I own it all. Yeah. I'm fine. But I was like, I was like, what about the dilemma? What if, because we're both big fans of the Fantastic Beast films. I'm like, what if they make a new Fantastic Beast film? If well, we those are it, bad, so you can just not see them. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Um, but she was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do because technically I would be supporting her. So, um, it's, uh, you know, some people have trouble separating the art from the artist and I get that too. There's no, uh, right or wrong way to do it. Whatever you're, whatever you believe in is the way I look at it with stuff like that, especially, and I've seen multiple people say that like, if those books are like an important part of your youth to you or any point in your life and you still take away positive messages from it. Her bullshit doesn't have to slog that down from you for you. Like you can exactly, still yeah. carry that with you and be fine. And I think stuff like that is for sure important. Yeah, I think it needs to be a case by case basis. Um, I, I know we're not even really talking about this, but just to add my two cents. Um, <clears throat> for example, uh, one case like the lead singer of the Lost Prophets, uh, when he was found to have been doing oh, what God. he was doing, I have such a hard time listening to any of that music now because um, that's so vile. It is is absolutely violent. If it, uh, anybody doesn't know, look it up. I'm not going to recount it here on the podcast. It's pretty disgusting. Um, but if if it's something different, like 
for example, like I love Kanye West's music. I know a lot of people probably give me a lot of flack for that, and that's fine. Um, for me, I'm able to separate the art from the artist in that particular instance, just because. Um, yeah, I'm with you on like, that as well, Cher. Yeah, it just like nothing. Like he's done some dumb ass stuff, and he's not the greatest human being in the world. But like, as far as we know, um, what he's done has not been to that level of egregiousness for me to be like, ah, I'm done with the artist forever. Well, that's that's a perfect transition to one of our polls this week, Shay, so thank you accidentally there. Um, but do you feel, how do you feel in regards to, like, him, you know, I know how you feel generally about, like, Trump supporters, for example, but, like, does it doesn't bother you at all that he's so, he's been out there and been so pro-Trump because you know that, you know, because you, you're generally disgusted by Trump supporters and then this is someone you really admire their music and you're still able to separate the... Art from the artist there. The the thing was, like, weirdly enough, I mean, if we're gonna get on this topic really quickly, I'll make it as brief as possible. Uh, when he had come out and he was supporting Trump, the again, this is Kanye being Kanye, but uh, basically, he wasn't like he was not trying to shove any of the tenets that most Trump supporters seem to completely ignore or try and shove in your face. Like that wasn't his goal. His goal was basically saying like, look, this is the president now. Uh, I don't agree with everything he is for, but he's a president and we need to try and be understanding of everybody and love everybody at the time that he was supporting Trump. Now I still don't believe that. Hmm. I don't believe that supporting Trump is <laughs> tricky. Is it? I, no, no, no. You're not tricking me. I'm trying to mince my words and think about exactly how I want to say what I want to say. Um, I, I'm still not a fan of Trump. Um, like I have friends that are Trump supporters, and it, it's 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 difficult. But you're hoping one you, day they'll again, find a vaccine. Do... <laughs> one of these just, days. You just have to do it on a case-by-case basis. Um, you know, I have friends who are like, I don't agree with everything Trump stands for, but, um, you know, kind, kind of a similar mindset of Kanye. And then I have former friends who are like, who are on completely on board with every tra- everything Trump su- supports, and that's, that's not a road I'm willing to walk down or even entertain. So it's a case-by-case basis with, a lot of things. A lot of people want to make things black or white, and it. I understand for some people's um, mental health, that's what they have to do. But for me, um, I constantly live life in the gray because that makes for entertaining and interesting conversations about morality and world events and what it says about ourselves. So, um, I, I get if other people want to live in that black and white lifestyle. I get it. Trump just wants to live in that white lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there it is. But I mean, well, it's funny you mention that because one of the polls this week was about, of course, Kanye running for president. And 52% of our audience think that this would, if this ends up being significant, would actually hurt Biden. I know, Josh, you thought it was just an an album. It's good to know so many of our fans are white. (laughs) If you're going to vote for Kanye, I don't really want your help anyway. Wait, Elon Musk is just 
forgot he already... I don't know he if was noticed. for about 10 hours. <laughs> but Elon Musk seems pretty fucking unhinged. Mm-hmm. Uh, fascinating character. He found space LSD or something. Um, this is... He was helping meteorites. Uh, this is probably good as time as any just to kind of say that we're going to catch up on some of the stuff, the games from last week we didn't have time to talk about very briefly because we have a huge podcast record after this and we can now officially announce it because we're going to start promoting it finally. So there's a couple big things if, if you're enjoying what we're doing here in, uh, at the Chompcast. Number one, I know you guys have been working really hard on launching and relaunching the site and I have been promoting that and people seem to be really, really enjoying it. Swordchomp.com has been, it's 2.0. 2.0, baby. Um, yeah. So if you guys have anything to say about that, it looks it looks great. You can go check out reviews. Um, uh, anything that links you to our merchandise, our Patreon, like it's a hub for all of our podcasts. If you go to swordchomp.com, I'm probably going to keep that up there as the primary link on our Instagram page as well because it just leads you to everything. Hopefully people are smart enough to use that. I know sometimes people are... You know, they don't want to go through like four links to get to our podcast. So it's a debate that I deal with, struggle with, but um, you should go. You should go there for a while. It's it's the, our main hub. So great job, everyone. Josh, Shay, Rich. Site looks great. Thank you. Thank you there. I was Ooh. bowing and then I realized we're an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. It's going to translate really well mm-hmm. for now. Uh, and one of the things you'll see on there is chomping after dark. So. If you sign up for our Patreon, you get this as part of our $10 tier two weeks early, our massive spoiler shows. We're going to record The Last of Us 2 one after this, and those are some of our best shows we do. Um, I'm already so tired. Early. Yeah, Rich will be dead by then and drunk on all these Moscow mayhems or whatever they are. Moscow? How do you not know what a Moscow mule is? <laughs> this is fascinating to me. Moscow? Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard. Of, I'm not familiar. I don't know. I've never heard My of it. God, it sounds like Trump right. trying to talk about Moscow. I, I think I've heard of it. Is, is that where my <laughs> no, friend Putin's definitely from? Heard of Moscow. Mm-hmm. Is that where Putin's <laughs> from? Yeah, this is just yeah, when he's true. asked about it. I haven't had a yeah, sleepover at the Kremlin in a while. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I really am perplexed God, so you? that you've never heard of a Moscow mule. Like, they are like no. a huge hipster drink in Montana. It's a they cocktail were. 101 type thing. Uh, to be honest with you, it's like, a very like, simple cocktail too, but it's I quite delicious. I don't go to I know I don't like frequent bars or anything like that, so I just never got I missed the whole bar scene I never really had. I never had a bar scene like a lot of people do. Mm. So. No, you I did. Would, you did like with your with your your ex-wife back when she worked at a bar. I remember um we would go there a few times. I mean, it was a very short scene, but it Yeah. Yeah, it was about about three weeks. I remember that I I was introduced to this weird red drink that had a bunch of like grass sticking out of it. I don't remember what it was. Uh, <laughs> Are you <laughs> the, the reaction on your faces was so good? It was so worth it. Um, it was what is it, a Bloody Mary or something? Is that yes, right? it's a Bloody Mary. God okay. damn it! Oh. <laughs> Did you just describe celery as some weird grass thing? <laughs> Dude, like I'm I fine with him not so knowing the drink, happening. but not not recognizing celery is. I I don't to be honest with you, I don't specifically remember what it was. I just remember there was something green sticking out of it. Mm. <laughs> so it's a celery stalk, <laughs> something green. <laughs> um, 
I, to be honest, I can't remember the last time I've seen a vegetable. <laughs> I, oh, oh, God. No, that, I swear, that's not completely true. No, that was this, it. That was the last time he saw a vegetable. That was the last time. I actually had a manager who was so anti lettuce that, like, he would have he would have me run to get uh, subs for him, and he would say, "No rabbit's food, no rabbit's food." And I was like, "I don't know what that means." He's like, "No rabbit's food." Uh, like, that means well, his dad didn't love him as a child, animals. and he's still trying yeah. to overcompensate for it. Mm, it's really sad. Such a sad existence. Yeah. Some people really don't like like that the cheap lettuce, whatever you know, like the empty lettuce, whatever Iceberg. it is. Iceberg. Yeah, well, I it's, it's not. Good I don't for mind you. it, but I like a romaine. I prefer a good shredded lettuce. Yeah, yeah I, me too. I prefer, to be honest, I prefer spinach or cabbage. Um, cabbage. Oh, over lettuce I, in general. I'll take spinach or kale even. Yeah, like a boiled cabbage is nice. Yeah. Well, boiled cabbage is good. Like, like cool thing that they do here is like they'll kind of, yeah, they'll take cabbage and then they'll season it and put it in some soy sauce and you're good to go. That does Great. sound all right. I mean, yeah, no, typically if, if, if we're garnishing a sandwich or something like that, I'm with you. I'll take a spinach over that. I'll take a spinach mixed with kale. The spinach is used to hide the fact that I'm eating kale. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so spinach. so that new podcast, Chomping After Dark, you should you should definitely um, check it out everywhere you download podcasts. And if you want those episodes early, and you do, go to patreon.com slash swordchomp. So uh, another random pull one to throw in here. The only reason I thought of that this week... Um, was because I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how it took Play Dead, um, as we move into our game talk here, it took them like seven years to make a two-hour game in Inside. And I was like, man, I wonder how people consider that game now, just out of curiosity. So I asked our audience, I'm like, Inside, do you consider that like a masterwork or a masterpiece? And 50, 51% of our audience said yes. So it was basically split, but... If, you know, if I was Play Dead, I'd be like, hey, 1%. Um, that's a game that I think the legacy on, like, Limbo and play, uh, and Inside is interesting. You know what I mean? Because I, I haven't felt a personal urge to play them again because they're puzzle games. So, like, the one time through for me, once I know it's going to happen, it's kind Are of... Are they? To, yes. They're, well, they're, I mean, they're puzzle game. How would you describe it? I don't know. No, I mean, they're definitely puzzle platformers for sure. The puzzling is just very light. Like, I don't feel like I ever was, like, stuck in... Oh, yeah. Inside. You're so smart. <laughs> it's like, like Josh would say, are they a puzzle game? Well, it's I can tell you by Josh's face that he's agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, no, we had oh. a legendary fight over Limbo because Josh said he beat Limbo in 45 minutes. And we were like, no, that's impossible. Okay. I don't remember how long Limbo is. Like, so I, I would be hard pressed to say that that's impossible. Because I, I, I know it's not a terribly long game. Yeah, I probably it's, beat it's it really in like two it's... or three hours. I don't think it's impossible, but Josh did definitely, you know, got in touch with Guinness World well, Record. Jo Josh has also, you know, taken that number and moved it around a lot. I remember at the very beginning, the first time he ever talked about it, it was an hour and a half, and he slowly mm -hmm. dwindled that number lower and lower and lower. So it's like the opposite of a fish story, or you make yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, and it was it was sort of a. Anyway, I it was it was it was. Shedding time to Morgan's four hours. No, five hours. No, it's an eight-hour game. His estimate it was just... It was, <laughs> That's true. It had to balance true. out somehow. I would, get, I would give it four hours. Seems like the, about the average to me for that game. Okay, this, is, this is... From what I'm seeing, the, the speedrun world record on YouTube says 35 minutes and 44 seconds. Do with that. What oh, you there you go. There you go. Maybe Josh is a closeted nope. speedrunner. 
Who Dude, knows? wouldn't it be crazy if like Josh just committed his life to being a limbo speedrunner and he became like world famous? <laughs> <laughs> you just like all this like uh you could do it, Josh, maybe, you know. It's a possibility. How long the beat puts limbo at three and a half hours? For hmm. normal humans? Yeah. It's uh four hours is the uh plus extras, but three and a half hours is the, the normal playing time. I can tell you if you baked out of your mind, sense. it takes about a week. So Yeah. <laughs> that's that sounds about right. It took me. Morgan just rolling then, around I in the will... carpet going, it's the summer of arcade. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I will say about inside. I did. I voted against it being a masterpiece. I really like the game. I think it's a great game. We had some incredibly interesting uh, discussions on that game. There's a lot of cool insight on the internet in forums that you can find as well. It's a game that, like you guys said, it's not one that I've ever really felt necessary to return to i felt like my one playthrough was everything i needed to glean from that game and it's not a game that i reflect on consistently and think man that was such an amazing game i definitely love that experience like i really enjoyed the experience but there are games that we have done throughout this and both spt that i've reflected on more um throughout my life and more intensely so i don't i wouldn't say it's a masterpiece i think it's a great game um i i would look at it and be like i don't know what took seven years to make that game to be honest with you but i still think it's a great game regardless yeah no polish i i I agree um because you know what i think it is the easiest way to talk about something like inside like i wouldn't call it a masterpiece it's more like an, an an art house movie you know what i mean like yeah there's something special there, but yeah. it's not Which like is, the top caliber of gaming. Yes. Yeah. We need more of those. I mean, we're, we're, we've got more of them since then, but like at the time, yeah, I yeah. think it, it definitely stood out more. Um. Yeah, it is like the polish in those games and the atmosphere is insane, but it does seem like seven years is a bit, a bit long for it, as, as, as interesting as that was. Um, so yeah, the, yeah, our audience was kind of split. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel kind of split too. I don't feel strongly one way or the other i wonder if i pulled our audience limbo or inside which one would be preferred i think limbo stuck with me more but i think that's just timing yeah Yeah, being the first yeah i think like i was i can't think of another black and white game at the time Mm mm-hmm just that weird PB Winterbottom game. Remember that? Yeah, shit? I guess, no, that was around the same time. Oh, yeah. where you would get the pies. That was a good game. Yeah, yeah. but also well, actually... it was it was the summer of Xbox Live, like arcade bullshit. Like I feel like everybody was playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was cool to have I, everyone I actually... played like the same four to five indie games for what it was. Worth. It was, yeah. yeah. I during during that when that game came out, like I remember actually an old host from SBT days that was. We were talking about games, and I got him into that game. But actually, for my solo podcast, I tried to get in touch with the people who created that game, and it was super difficult, and nobody ever returned my email, of course. I would love to interview somebody from that game, though. Tell them their game's not a masterpiece. That game game (laughs) is fucking amazing. I still think about that game often. Hmm. What, PB Winterbottom? If you worry about it, it's cool. It's really good. Damn good. I'm not saying it's bad, but I just am fascinated by he, how how high he is on it. Maybe he just really likes pie. Are you a big fan of pie? That's I just I love the puzzles. The puzzles were super creative in that game. 
Okay. That's cool. Um, all right. So the, I want to run through, I'll smatter some other polls in here briefly. I want to, we'll do some speed game talk. <clears throat> if there's anything you guys want to talk about, we'll just throw it in the, in the fracas here. Sh- Shouldn't we week, do all the polls now to keep it all for timestamp purposes? Um, well, I haven't been doing that over the past couple weeks. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been splitting the polls out throughout the show. It just, I know, I know. And it makes it more difficult for us to timestamp them. Well, we don't, the thing is, we don't really have to timestamp them. I don't think anyone's like, I want to skip to the last 10 minutes of the podcast to hear the polls. So, you know what I mean? That's kind of the idea is that they're just kind of snuck in there. I I, lo- I do like the idea that there's somebody out there that is literally just like listening to our podcast for the polls and then they completely tune Yeah, and by doing this, you've turned him into a fucking Batman villain. But I, ha- I haven't heard from that person yet, so I highly doubt that's that's a thing. Um, but the, the idea is that just to kind of sprinkle them in and then by the time you get to the end of the show, they're already gone. Congrats you know, on creating Pole Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pole Man? Yeah, that sounds hot. Um, it's not. He just likes he like asks like questions based off percentages. It's weird. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> you know, that sounds like me. Um, all right, so last week we didn't. There was two quick games we didn't get the chance to talk about with Josh. One was called Draugen, um, and which we spent like twenty minutes trying to say the name correctly. Draugen. Do you mean you Draugen? did? <laughs> Draugen. Uh, dragon. Well, so Draugen. Okay. Say I were to Google Draugen right now, what is it going to tell me, Josh? Um, that I can't find any results, and it's going to suggest how to spell Draugen. Um, Incorrect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I found it. A but then, but then once you once you click on the correct game. spelling, it'll it'll tell you about uh, a first person sort of narrative adventure game thing from uh, from the guys who made the longest journey from uh, the, the the Red longest. Thread guys. Oh, that's why you were streaming that this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was I'm, a very old piece. It wasn't the same company at the time, because that was... The Longest Journey was Funcom, but I'm pretty sure it's the same people just when they moved on to their own company after... Like reorganized? Yeah, when Funcom died, was sold. I don't... I can't remember the, the full story with that, but... um, So now they're Red Thread Games, but mm-hmm. yes, The Longest Journey, we're streaming that. Um, set in the 1920s, the plot entails an American naturalist visiting a Norwegian fishing village to find that town's population has vanished. Mm-hmm. So it's like a murder mystery or like a... That's I guess the a idea. You were there trying to find your sister um, who has gone missing at the beginning and you are, uh, you're there with your ward? Yeah. I, I, whoa. All the... Skype is doing its thing again and all of a sudden a bunch of messages are coming through again. It's freaking me out. I'm just sitting here and all of a sudden 20 messages come Surprise. in. Yeah. That is so weird. Anyway, sorry, Skype distracting me. But um, yeah, it is mostly narrative based where you're just kind of walking around looking at stuff. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any real puzzles there. Not, not really to speak of as far as that goes. It's, it's mostly a narrative thing kind of in the, in the veins of like uh, you know, dear Esther gone home, um, with a little bit more to it than that, but that, that mm-hmm. sort of, that sort of thing, but it's, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a fun little game. It was not like it, something yeah, that it I'd looks... recommend to everybody. Cause it's like, I don't feel like it's as universally good as a lot of the other walking simulators that are just amazing. 
Um, but it was it was still a good little time. It was not a not a long game, just a couple hours. Something you can sit down and get a get a story out of, and uh, and it was it was good. It was good. They they do a lot of fun things with uh, kind of telling telling a story in that way. That uh, that was. What that does Dragon even? What does Dragon mean? Is it the name of a character? Is it it's, a place? Um. It's kind. Of, it's. I'm trying to trying to figure out how to say it without it being much of a. I don't think it's much of a spoiler, but it it has something to do with like. Um. I I, I don't I don't want to again. It's it's a short narrative okay, game. So okay, I don't so that's a spoiler. But anyway, okay, yeah, right. it it has a sort of sort of a spoiler. Like it's it's not a big thing there, but also, like anyway, um. Um. Yeah, it looks. Uh, from what you're describing, it looks like sort of your first person kind of uh, like you described sort of a gone home kind of thing it yeah. said it's first person right okay yeah so it's first person screenshots have people it, in them but that just must be from what they're are you alone do you have like a companion with you yeah you've got another companion with you um okay who is uh this uh younger girl who uh kind of like a sherlock holmes kind yeah of it's kind of like your sidekick sort of a deal where she's much more uh-huh. the, the plucky sidekick sort of a thing going on. Um, and so she does that and gives you crap for being, you know, an old man getting winded, walking up a hill too long and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's a fun, fun dynamic. And then they kind of, they go interesting places with it. And they have like a little bounce off each other chemistry wise. It's yeah. like voice acted and everything. Yeah. The whole thing is voice acted um, with, you know, I mean, again, the, the village is missing. So it's, you know, just the, you know, small cast to get that done. But, but other than that, all voice acted. Um, yeah, no, they. I, 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 I really like my time with it. Really like my time with it. I think it's gonna. Again, not something I'd universally recommend. Like some of them, some of them, like Gone Home, I universally recommend, even if you don't like that style of game, just because it's. It's it the way the way it handles the storytelling is really cool because it mm-hmm. it assumes you've gotten stuff. Like as far as like, there's there's not really anything to verify that you've been reading and paying attention to stuff. It just kind of assumes that you do, and I think because of that, it's. I I, I don't know. I really like it. I I like that style of storytelling. Whereas this one is much more. You'll read something, and then the characters will kind of talk about what they read. Immediately bit, comment on it. Yeah, have have a thoughts about it to make sure that you don't miss stuff. Which okay, so it's like yeah yeah I think it's not so like it doesn't demand that you pay attention. I mean I don't think there's much. no value yeah. in that. Yeah no it I like to keep that. your attention on the moment. Yeah mm-hmm. yeah I like it I like it they do uh um I'm trying to think of something else that does that and anyway anyway like it's 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 a little bit more straightforward as far as how the game plays out because of that um but yeah it's good it's good it was a fun little time. Draugen. Mm-hmm. That was released this year, or was it older? That was from last year. It was one that I meant to get around to last year, but okay, we were so swamped with everything last year that I figured I'd finally. I had a I had a half of a stream slot that I needed to uh, to fill up with something. So I'm like, okay, we're we're finally going to sit down and play this game that I've been meaning to get to for forever. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. Cool, cool. Um, 
All right, well, Draugen, uh, let me bounce around here. Is there anything noteworthy new that you've been playing, Rich, that you wanted to talk about? Um, I'm finally getting around to uh, a Plague Tale. Oh, Josh is, yeah, big Plague Tale guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game has been getting all sorts of praise. Um, it's on Game Pass now, so I finally got into it. Um, I don't really know what I was expecting of that game, but I'm really fucking enjoying it. Hmm. I, I think, like, the idea of it taking place during the plague takes more of a backseat than I thought. But, uh, yeah. like, the, the idea of these, like, it, it really is a pure stealth game to, to a point. And then just being, like, also fucking rats that are, like, borderline magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they do a, they do a really good job with, um... I mean, yes, stealth. There's a lot of the puzzles are kind of about, like you said, with the with the magical plague rats, um, who will just you know eat you instantly. Uh, there are a lot of puzzles around how to get somewhere without the at the without the rats just eating you. Yeah, uh, using because well. the rats are afraid of light, so mm-hmm. you need to kind of play with that, and you you get like throwables and different gadgets as you go on that help with that. And still, again, I think you and I have both talked about shit like this in games before, Josh, that just proves, like, sadistic nature. There's something delightful I love about those scenes they'll do where you see, like, a lone guard with a lantern walking. Oh, yeah. And you just lob a rock at his lantern and yeah. watch the rats just strip his corpse. Yeah, just, the, the, yeah, seeing a wave of rats just sweep up over somebody and then leave a, you know, bunch of bones behind is um, Yeah, bones and armor. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no, I really, I'd like, I'd like the, it's, it's not super complex, but the tools they have there all feel good to use because of and that. And some of those, um, some of those late game tools, like some of the stuff I just started getting, they even like warn you, they're like, the materials to make this are valuable, and if you make a lot of these, you might not be able to fully upgrade all your equipment. Mm-hmm. Because I think I've almost got the sling fully upgraded. Like, that last upgrade on your your character, Amicia's main weapon is a sling that she uses to throw rocks. The last upgrade just makes the sling silent, which seems, like, ridiculously That's really good. It's, good in that game. Yeah, it's super helpful. It's super helpful. That is, uh... Oh, my goodness. You're gonna make me want to go back and play this again. I, uh... It's a good game. Like, even... And it's a game that I think handles really well that concept of, uh... The first time you kill someone, they make it like feel impactful because it's yeah. If you want it to be, it's few and far between in this game. Mm-hmm. And the first time you just lob a rock at some dude's head, Amicia like freaks the fuck out. Yeah, no, they did. They did a really good job with uh, with the storytelling in this game, especially especially the main characters with uh, Amicia and Hugo. Uh, Hugo, I could not remember his name, but her yeah, brother, her, brother. her little brother Hugo, who has, is um. I still don't know the nature of his illness. I, yeah, I'm at that really. I'm at kinda, the point where it's spread, and we're trying to get to the fort too. Yeah, it's it at at the beginning. It's unclear how much of everything going on is supernatural. Um. So you know, I'm not sure if he, oh he's just you know autistic, and everyone's worried about him because it's this this touched but child. The- but then. You know, There's an actual physical ailment later on. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, like that. That stuff all starts kind of like okay. Every it, it's it's much more supernatural than I mean, not mm. much more. Like it, that that kind of gets 
it's not too early that that comes up, but yeah, it's it, it was. I really enjoy that game. I, I really I thought did, it was a good uh, good story and. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm definitely almost done. I'm probably gonna play some more tomorrow. Um, and I really like the uh, as as you go on and you get more like alchemical tools because there's a big focus on your mother having been an alchemist and all this. Mm-hmm. Like the alchemy stuff you use is mostly like layered in pretty like pretty finely in reality. Like it's basically like Greek fire at one point. Yeah, and then you're making like a dissolvable acid that you can throw to burn uh, the helmets of armored guards, forcing them to remove their helmets. Yeah. Because yeah. you've just stickied them all up with acid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 there are... The, the thing that is not bad about it, but different, I guess, is, is kind of the thing there. And it's... I, enemies see you from a long way away in this game. Like, if, if it looks like they're looking at you, they can see you. Um, which is really good thematically, but takes a while to get used to if you're used to playing a lot of stealth games. But um, once you do, because this game really has a focus on that stealth, especially early on when mm-hmm. you don't have a toolkit to get out of confrontation with, because early on it's, no, yeah, you have to stay hidden. Yeah. Like now with that, like I said, the ability to dissolve the helmets, now anyone who gets in my way, if I have rocks, I can put them down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's not the case for a large chunk of the game. Yeah, especially at the beginning, it it takes a little while to get used to. But I actually really like that as far as a thematically. So it just it seems more grounded because I noticed, like I've been going back through a lot of stealth games recently, and I was playing through Dishonored one again, and it's so funny how if you're under anything, no one can see you. Um, like you clearly your full view of them underneath the dining room table and they just stare at you but because there's a table over your head they well obviously you're invisible um and it's kind of it's interesting seeing a game where it's like oh no they can obviously see you it doesn't matter that they're you know 50 60 yards away of course they can see there's a clear line of sight yeah yeah um, like, they might not recognize you as you right away, but they're going to start walking towards you and being like, hey, what yeah, the fuck? Exactly. And I liked that as far as the way it ends up playing once you're used to it. Uh, it, it took a, while, a little while to get used to, like you're saying, because at the beginning, you just you get in trouble fast. And yeah. they um, they I think also like when you're escaping in moments like that, it always feels like gut pounding and slowing you down a bit. Because one of the mm-hmm. main mechanics is Hugo is always holding your hand, basically. You can tell Hugo to stay, but if you leave him alone for too long, he starts to kind of freak to out. freak out, yeah. And he'll draw attention. So when you're running, say, and there are moments where you have to go over ledges, you can hit A to just leap. But if Hugo's with you, you have to hold A down to first lift Hugo up over the ledge and put him down mm-hmm. and then j- jump over yourself. And it always, it feels like this natural stopping point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so tense trying to sneak around with someone else who's not... With a literal, like, he's what, like five or six? With a literal child. Yeah, with a literal child who, if, you know, they could get you caught at any moment. Um, which And there are a lot of moments like that that feel nicely grounded, because yeah. Hugo starts to get it more as it proceeds. Mm-hmm. But early on, again, he is a little kid. Like, you have to explain yeah. to him, like, you need to be quiet. Yeah, exactly. They, Yeah. Like, again, like, the gameplay, it's, it's, I like it. I like it. It's not the most complex thing. But no, but it it's does fun. it does the job and I feel like it gets the story across so well. Um mm. and yeah, really uh, really fun. Not more have I felt grounded in a game about historical fiction since that JRPG about Joan of Arc. 
Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. That's a good. Is that Joan de Arc? That's a great game. I recommend anyone play it. It's Final Fantasy Tactics, but it's about Joan of Arc. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, got a stretch here. Yeah, I guess. Got a stretch. This is a hell of a shit. I was gonna say. I guess we're taking a breather. Yeah, I guess. Hey there, chompers and chompettes. This is your old buddy, Reverend Rock and Roll, here with a hot new product, the Morgan Barnes Word of the Day Calendar. Yes, the Morgan Barnes Word of the Day Calendar. Learn to properly, emphasis properly, use words like shebang, philosophical, debate, factually, and sexual exploration. Learn the difference between lombax and wombat. And learn the true meaning behind the phrases prelevant, relevation, supposedly, and Sasha, Sasha, Sashi, fuck that one. The product can even help our other chomp casters in their day to day life. We can teach Rich the meaning of humility. Josh can finally learn objectivity and watch live as Shay learns a phrase other than, funnily enough, and you can all learn what a fucking pizza actually is. Jesus Christ. That's right. The Reverend Rock and Roll presents Morgan Barnes' Word of the Day calendar. And every day is accompanied by the same selfie of Morgan in the gym, sucking in his gut in front of the mirror. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see everybody pick it up. What the fuck happened to Morgan? No, he, it's going as on, man. soon as he asked Rich that question, he was gone. I don't. And then we, we ran okay. with that for a while. <laughs> Yeah, like I no, I heard I had you stuff I to say about the, the game, but I was like, let's let's say more about the game. <laughs> let's. But then I was running out. Like I'm not done with it yet. I don't have that much more to say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Exactly. I knew you hadn't finished it, so I don't want to get too far ahead. But it. Uh, well, it's really cool. Okay. It goes okay. some cool well, places. This, the part, the part that you're at is uh really fun. Um, where you start going into like the more to the city, like the more densely packed areas yeah and it's 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 fun I, I think they did a good job with those areas glad to hear that if i'm not dead when we're done here tonight i might play some more Man, i'm getting a fucking call from shalimar florida constantly that's that's the place you always want to get phone calls from goddamn shalimarians yeah like if they really want to talk to me why wouldn't they leave a message they don't. This is just a really determined scammer. I would have blocked the number at this point. Yeah. Well, it's only been yeah. only been the one day, but still, like, yeah, any more, and it's gonna happen. I'm, yeah. Well, while we're waiting for Morgan, um, we've all finished The Last of Us two at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just do the spoiler cast right now. Yeah, we'll no, just do it. With- not- <laughs> <laughs> we should. No. Uh, what? Oh no! I, what I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, because obviously we're gonna be talking about the game extensively later on. Um, have you? Are you guys prompted to want to play it again or no? I'm going for the platinum. Are uh, you? Not at all. Yeah. I want to do like a long form critique of it, but I don't want to play through the damn thing again to do it. Is kind of the That's issue. Fair. Where I'm at, so. That's fair. Yeah, I well, like, from a critique of what? What did I miss? 
Oh, we just finished up the last of us spoiler cast. Yep. Oh, very funny. Yeah. No, I, I asked oh, them the while we were waiting. No. Well, yeah, no. No. Um, while we were waiting for <laughs> that while we sailed. were waiting for you, they've already finished talking about that game. While we were waiting for you, I just asked them because we've all finished The Last of Us too. I just asked them the simple question, and it kind of be like a way to tie it up on the Chompcast. Are you prompted at all, at all to want to play it again? Rich said he's going for the platinum. Josh said not at all. I I would message. I was messaging Josh earlier this week that I just can't shake the feeling that I want to play the game again. So I'm probably gonna end up playing it again. Which is very, like, usually I want to play a game again strictly for either achievements or trophies. Or just, like, to experience another storyline, something like Fire Emblem Three Houses. But this game, I just want to straight up just play again. And it's very rare that I feel like that. So, um, take that as what you will. Yeah, I'm about halfway through my... The new game plus is pretty fun because you can bring all your weapons over. It does, like Rich was telling me, you will notice a lot of story stuff in the first couple hours that you probably didn't notice the first time around that once you finish it that are really cool that kind of hold you hold your interest until the gameplay gets... Because um, like once you start the game over, like you're used to all these really epic encounters, and when you start the game over, it takes a couple hours to kind of get. But there, back, like, there are moments where like when you you know these character relationships like more thoroughly now, so you're you're kind of going into those early hours with a new light. Yes, yeah. On the exactly. status quo, and I think that's interesting. In L- little way. things like, yeah, I guess we can't get into it here, but the point is that held me over until I got to that. Um, like kind of closer to the open world area that that I like, and then I just hit this point in the game. I was telling Shay about this yesterday, where the combat is finally like really environmentally opened up quite a bit. It just takes a few hours to get there once you once you start over, you know. Um, but yeah, I've been in the new game plus is pretty fun. I've been just enjoying like the like <laughs> messing around with it. Like I tried it on veteran, then I like put the stealth down to like a really low thing. So I'm just like basically solid snake sneaking around taking everybody out with my silencer and all this stuff, and it's kind of fun that way, too. So you can do it however you want, really. If you're a sicko, Shay, you can put it on veteran and uh, and <laughs> just make yourself want to kill yourself. Nah, I, you know, I'm really happy that I played it on hard. I've been sticking with that all year. I'm really proud of myself for that. But, um, no, if I play it again, I will not be doing it on veteran. I, like, I'll I'll probably do what you ended up doing which is um, basically playing around with the difficulties to see how different sequences shake out. That would be fun. And I love that the game doesn't penalize you for doing that. For, like, switching stuff. So Yeah. It would be cool if there was, like, one small trophy for, like... Like, Doom had this trophy for mm. p- beating one mission on ultraviolence, I think it was. Um, or maybe it was one above ultraviolence. Um, and it was, like nightmare and it was just like uh it's kind of cool because it wasn't like some impossible thing it was just like can you do this one mission or this one area i know you guys are really excited to do the last of us 2 cad uh after this but you want to just do a second one for doom eternal because i know josh would really (laughs) like to do that (laughs) we're good (laughs) we're good josh is like i really want to get in a yeah anyways it's a it's got a fun new game plus uh for me for sure so you just notice things like when you're trying to go for those the annoying thing is if you want the platinum like i've been doing you have to go for these collectibles that like it's I don't mind getting them. It's it's interesting, but like you kind of have to constantly look at this guide to like it's not the way I enjoy playing games where I'm constantly looking at Oh, well down. that's why this second playthrough is constantly passive very passive for me. Like I got Netflix yeah. on and I got this guide up and 
Well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, but... put high con- the high contrast mode on if you're searching for that crap, because otherwise it is a yeah. pain in the ass to yeah. try to find well, the collectibles. Well, they tell you where I'm to following go. following polygons. Guide. Oh yeah, if you're just using the guide, then that's fine. Yeah, you don't need to look for it at all. You just it. go where it says. But it's it's just funny. There's like areas where I, there's like I just go where they level. tell me to. Mm-hmm. There's this one level I popped into that was literally like turn around right when you start this place and there was a whole there was literally a store like hidden behind me that I had no idea even exists you would completely miss it mm-hmm. if if you weren't using the guide I was like I can't believe they designed this entire area and no one's gonna fucking you know unless you're walking around backwards or or I guess a lot of gamers now will do that thing where they start an oh, area and they I just fucking turn pan out in any area I do in. you like, okay maybe I'm a weirdo. Maybe it's like, like I immediately yes. start games and I'm like, let's split up, gang. <laughs> I did. Yep. Um. Uh. So, yeah, don't miss that spoiler cast. I did finally get into I, you know, I haven't played a lot of it this week, but I didn't get to talk about Ratchet and Clank last week, which has been um, for the most part, pretty enjoyable little romp. That game is like the video game of video games to me because it's like basically light platforming, which is like what you would. um. <laughs> grow, you know, grew up with playing platformers, and then you just blow shit up. Like all, that's what they do. Ratchet just blows shit up. He's got guns. He's got mines. The Ratchet and Clank remake is fucking solid. And my the weirdest time capsule thing for me to think about with that game is the Ratchet and Clank movie. I saw that in a fucking movie theater. Oh, weird. isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, Rosario. Okay. When I heard Rosario Dawson in the game, I was like, what the fuck? This is. You know, it makes smart, you know, that they utilize the cast while they had it. It's fine, you know. It's it looks pretty. It's a 2016 game, and you can tell. But like the anime, I don't know if it's like a motion. I think blurring it looks great. Or or but even now. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks nice. Um, it's got like kind of like a weird motion blurring on the animation that I I like. I, it makes it like I don't know if it's an illusion or what, but it makes it look like nicer than it probably is when like enemies are attacking you and you're attacking them. There's like this weird sort of like blurring effect. Um, that looks pretty cool. I do enjoy it. Um, but like the thing that struck me when I put the video up today on the Instagram was just how like good it feels when all the bolts, when you like get all the bolts that suck in you and you're just like, Oh, the bolts feel so good. And you're just like bolts. It's like in Spyro when you run into a cluster of gyms, but like almost better. I forgot um, about that line of dialogue from Ratchet whenever he picks up a bunch of bolts where he goes, Oh, the bolts. <laughs> oh, the bolts. I wish he did. He's what is he? He's a rodent. Isn't the, uh, mechanic. he's a Lombax. He's a rodent. He's a Lombax, you goddamn moron. Uh, which is a fake creature. I learned that the hard way. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, um, I, is the Succomatic in that remake? I haven't. It might be. I haven't gotten to it yet if it is. It's a gun that is just for sucking up bolts. It's just well, a handheld oh, vacuum cleaner. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's very straightforward but enjoyable, like palate cleanser. It's um it's a good way to catch up before Ratchet and Clank on the PS5. And I did a poll this week about what our audience thought Ratchet and Clank were iconic designs. And I was actually surprised that like sixty percent of our audience said they did find Ratchet and Clank iconic. Um I think they definitely are, especially for like Think of it this way, like, I find Ratchet & Clank iconic because that was just, like, a, a big... I remember when they were the PlayStation mascots alongside, like, Jack and Daxter. Um, it And you gotta think, like, people who are younger than us, like, those were games during their formative years where their tastes were forming on games. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you feel... I always felt like they were kind of living in the shadow of Jack and Daxter. As someone I don't... Who... I didn't think so. I, I thought those games were distinctly their own things. Like, there was plenty of overlap. 
but uh, like Jack and Daxter was always more about the platforming to me. Yeah, and Ratchet and Clank was more about the guns. Yeah, like the I think that's why I preferred. I like the game. I think that's why I prefer like Spyro and Jack and Daxter because I I'm, I enjoy the platforming and this game is more. I'm I've been racking my brain to try and think like what can they do to take Ratchet and Clank to like that A level platformer. You know, because, I think it like, is an A level platformer. I don't think no, it needs to be taken anywhere. No. I mean, I think the the highest rated one I saw was like eighty five or something like that. Um, like how do how do you get Ratchet and Clank to be in that same tier with like you know the the Spyros of the world and stuff like that? I think Ratchet and Clank is a cut above Spyro. The fuck? Hold on a second. What? I'm I'm yeah. rattled here. Call Insomniac and tell them that you think that. You're fucking high. That is, that is, okay, Rich, I haven't known you for that long, but that has been your worst take I've ever heard in my entire life. There are more good Ratchet and Clank games than there are good Spyro games. Well, that doesn't mean that, whoa, whoa, come on. The highs of Spyro far and away exceed any highs of Ratchet and Clank. I don't agree with that at all. Ripto's Rage is the high of Spyro. And I think, like, I think the Ratchet remake for starters is better than Ripto's Rage. What? You just you just blow things up in that game. <laughs> That's all you do. You just blow things. You up. just breathe fire on things in no. Spyro. Yeah, that, that wasn't that wasn't a good argument. Point Morgan. The, That's true. The, the, you don't you don't just. <laughs> and I'm not saying Spyro's bad. Like I just I don't see like the games are so fucking similar. Like, and I, I, I will always, like, hang my hat on being, like, there's more good Ratchet and Clank games than there are good Spyro games. That's fine. That could change I, with that franchise getting into the I still think the highs of, of Spyro are much higher. And yeah, this comes from someone who's played yeah. zero Ratchet and Clank games, so I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> quality and quantity, man. And I've played Year of the Dragon, so I know As how to As someone who's played both, I can confidently say they're both games. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Hey, there we go. Josh Both Fowler. Video yeah. Both video games. Both video games. Bold statement, Josh. How do you sleep at night knowing that you have the biggest balls of us all? Um, Morgan, well... <laughs> with a Dakimakura, just to kind of help out, get a little bit of the pressure off of them. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you do go. You, so what... Man, <laughs> it's, it's just, I should just go down the road of fighting all the <laughs> It, it matches your personality more, Rich. Knowing you, you're kind of more of like a blow stuff up kind of guy. I, I get that. You, you, you. I really take you like. as the kind of guy who loves the Just Cause games. That just seems like the kind of thing I think you'd enjoy. I like Just Cause two and three. Mm, yeah. Three is amazing. So good. I've, I've never or been a blow so stuff up kind of guy, but you know, to each their own. Mm. But are the designs iconic? Yeah. I mean, PlayStation has kind of psychologically shoved it down my throat for so long that I I bet bet me money. Psychologically is how you do most of your throat shoving as well. Bet me money. <laughs> fair, that's fair, Josh. That more people would vote Spyro as more iconic than Ratchet and Clank. Bet me money. Oh no, I hear a war coming on. How much money? One. Hundred pennies. <laughs> wow! You got, yourself a, you got yourself a deal. No bolts. You got to keep it in theme. Bolts or gems, my friend. I don't have I don't, gems. 
And I'm I not bolts or gems. But you got bolts. Okay. I'm not Probably sending like anyone bear. bolts through the mail. <laughs> but you know weird. what? You know what, Rich? Let's make it so interesting. Why is this package I rattling? You, I will bet you. I will bet you ten dollars that the people who vote on Morgan's Instagram polls will vote Spyro as being more iconic than Ratchet and Clank. I, I, I won't take that bet because Morgan will just like message them individually and be like, "I really need you to read <laughs> this poll." Once they could message five hundred people, that'd be be pretty difficult. Um, that's wait, yeah, iconic. Yeah, that's tricky though. Do you want to do Did the you... better game or wait? See, I don't know if iconic's even fair because no one's. I mean, like, yeah, that this isn't your poll. Is Shut up. Iconic. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm not putting this poll up now. God damn it! You're burning hell. That's cool. I'll I'll lock you out of the Instagram. That's cool, bro. And I'll do it myself. <laughs> Kiss your mother with that mouth. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really care either way. I like Spyro more, but that's obviously simply because of the fact that I played Spyro games. So, and I like and Spyro would... a lot too. Like, mm. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, we're getting you wrong. Just saying, man. one ha- went through wrong. a massive toy game craze in the 2010s. One did not. Yeah, that game was also like hot dog shit. That game was fun as fuck, dude. My little <laughs> brothers played it. I love it. It was fun as fuck. Like. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me We're wrong. Game in quotes. Well, I don't get me wrong. It wasn't a great game, but it was fun as fuck. Skylanders. I, I would agree with you that it wasn't a great game. I would disagree with you that it was fun as fuck. Because I think I played like two levels, I, or and I'm like, this is the most boring thing I've ever played in my fucking life. I had fun with it, but I'm sure that was largely tied to playing with my little brothers at the time. So, yeah. I think a game like that might be a in a big part the fun you make of it. Right, like the first uh, Battlefront, the first Star Wars Battlefront game, when my little brothers got their uh, Xbox One, right when they got it on Christmas, we just sat downstairs for like two or three days straight, and we all just took turns playing it. It was so much fun, and I was people were complaining. I was like, why? This game is fun as fuck. But then I realized it's probably because I was playing with my little brothers. So Memories. I played yes. a lot of Goldeneye this weekend. It's mm. great. Like the open sourced one or whatever? No, no, like on an N64. Ugh. Jesus, that's. How did you do. Why would you put yourself through that? <laughs> I, was on, I was on a trip. I, you know, I saw that yeah. on, on your Instagram. You know, if I you've got like... the, uh, the expansion card in there, it, uh, it starts to chug when you have four grenades out instead of three. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> Yeah, you're brave. I wonder how that works. Like, you, you must have some brave friends if you can still, you know, your 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 friends are willing to get into I, I don't the know, zone. I don't know. If brave is the right word. Adventurous, maybe. Brave, no. Mostly, we played F Zero, which I mean, that's there an N sixty four game that holds up pretty well because it sacrifices everything it can to get you that sixty frames. Mm-hmm. Lots of screen watching. I hope. Um, yeah. Have you ever played F Zero? Do you think that's gonna do you any good? <laughs> it's just too. Is it too fast? I've never played F Zero. Hmm. That's a war I played, crime. I it really is. The, uh, the PlayStation knockoff one, which is uh, Wipeout. Is that what it was? Um, I guess Wipeout is F Zero. Like F Zero yeah. is still very distinctly its own thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. F Zero is weird. Like, other, I like it, but um, it's it's weird. Hell yeah, it, it is. is weird. Yeah. I, I would be like to see them kind of bring F-Zero back around to kind of get into it. 
Um, but yeah, I think Ratchet and Clank is pretty cool. I'm excited to see what they're doing on the PS5. You know, really make that thing sing. Sorry, I'm having a lot of. That's why I have to keep taking off. I'm having a lot of drama in my house right now. Um, what, so what else have we? What else we play? Is there anything else worth mentioning that people wanted to bring up here in this free for all? I played Hylix. Is that a made up? It sounds like you're just making. No, up. that's not made up. Um, I won't talk about this too much because I'm working on some write up stuff for this and the sequel, Hylix Two. Um, I would recommend this goddamn game to anyone who wants to see the weirdest shit in there they've ever seen in their lives. It was initially described to me as 3 a.m. The game. It is like Final Fantasy on acid. Um. I, it's really okay. hard to like kind of explain what it is. I'd recommend to anyone who's slightly interested just look up a screenshot of Hylix, and that should give you an idea of what you're in for. So it's an RPG. It, it's a turn-based RPG. All right, interesting. And it, it's just ridiculous and crazy. The aesthetic is like abstract art. Like, it's like you're playing a fucking Pink Floyd album. Okay. Anything yeah. Pink Floyd, you have me sold. Yeah. Imagine if all the, uh, all the drug trips in, uh, in Mother were a JRPG. <laughs> well, well and it didn't, didn't have anyone saying, maybe dial it back a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Also, their claymation. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> right drugs yes. drugs the game mm-hmm. is what you're describing right now it's pretty good i think okay. it's like four dollars the first one and the sequel is about 14 uh on I'm working steam? on Only? steam yes okay. i don't know if it's i i feel like this thing is not on console but also you're not going to need a powerful pc to run this yeah hey okay that, that's double the positive for me I'm and the first that. one you can beat in about four hours. Triple the awesome for me. <laughs> so I feel like these things are big sells. You're you're hitting all the right notes. Right? Oh, yeah. You know how to sell a game, buddy. You know, Morgan could take a note or two from you. Mm. If he was here. Yeah. But he never would. No. He never would. Oh. Nope, he would never. Oh. I've actually I've actually been dabbling back in the darkest dungeon. Um after I finished The Last of Us 2, I needed a light palette cleanser. So you went that, with Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> no, but like, um, I, a few of my friends who are streamers and some of uh, streamer tw- uh, Twitch and just Twitch and, ge- or not Twitch, uh, Twitter, uh, had been talking about it. And I was like, man, I never beat that game. And it, it bugs me. Like, I want to beat that game, but it's so fucking hard. And so I was thinking about picking up my old file where I left off, but like I, <laughs> I was, I was like, nah, yeah, good luck you, with do, that. you don't jump in after a year of not playing that game. So I started over and I've been doing just like one or two dungeon crawls every night. And, uh, I don't, I don't know what that says about me because like, it's my way of winding down, but then I get wound up right before I go to bed. So it's probably not my best option because like I'll be wandering through and everything's going well in my run. And of course, you know how Darkest Dungeon gets where um one character just gets a crit- critical hit 
and then they're on death's bed and then oh you forgot that they had a uh blight effect on them and suddenly that's the death blow and you're like fuck this mm-hmm. game at 9 30 at night when i should be winding down for bed so now i'm all worked up right before the late show mm-hmm. that's right no, but I, I love that game. I do want to finish it. Did you guys ever beat that game? Uh, no, no, I did not. No. no I played. But I did play it on four different platforms. Does that count? Ha. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I think I played, like, I don't know, a run or two, but just never really got into it. It was not, uh, it was not my thing. It was too much managerial stuff, like outside of battle stuff, which is, yeah, which is fine, lot. but it... Like, there's, not that that's bad, but, like, this wasn't what I wanted whenever I was going to play it at the time. That's fair. I, th- I think you'd take a shine to it if you were in the right frame of mind, because it seems like very much like a Josh game. Uh, for those of you that don't know Darkest Dungeon, I'm sure most of you know at this point, but for those of the, you that don't, basically you have four different uh, characters and you take into, like, a, a dungeon. And there are a set amount of rooms, and basically you have to complete an objective. Whether it's like clear 90% of the rooms, uh, complete 100% of the battles, um, room battles, or defeat a boss. And basically you level up your characters, and the, the draw behind it is anytime you enter a dungeon, your characters will basically suffer. And you have to figure out um, how much suffering is worth enduring and you cannot get attached to your characters because at any at any given point they can be killed. So there's a lot of micromanaging, there's a lot of different types of abilities like blight and bleed and stun and uh stress, all sorts of things that you have to kind of micromanage. And it's a very extensive game. It's not an easy game to get into. It's not a very easy game to get into at all. But once you get into it and you start getting the ball rolling, it becomes really fun. There's a ton of strategy involved. Um, it's it's a pretty pretty interesting game. The art direction is very unique. The music is phenomenal. But yeah, I I would love to see Josh. I would actually love to see you do a stream of it, like a full stream, to get your hmm. opinion on that. Okay, it's a great stream game. I have to do that at some point. I've kind of I mentioned when I was. Talking about Draugon earlier, I mentioned I was going through the uh, Longest Journey series, so that's going to be a while, because uh, yeah, I for think sure. I think all three of those games are going to be like two nights apiece. It's it's hard to it's hard to judge when you're streaming because playtime goes way way up when you're also trying to talk at the same time. Um, yep, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, that might be a that might be a fun one to to do at some we point. We also have to finish Wargroove. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I really want to see how that co-op campaign ends up. Campaign plays out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So good. But yeah, Dark- Darkest Dungeon has pretty much been my quote-unquote palate cleanser from uh, The Last of Us 2 this week. Which is not much of a palate cleanser. <laughs> Take Put one level of stress and transfer it over. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Let's see if there's another pull a good squeak in here. Oh yeah, this was a fun one. Uh... Have you ever fucked outside in a thunderstorm due to last week's conversation? Eighty-two <laughs> percent of the audience said, um, "No, man, just no," and eighteen percent of the audience lied. I said, "Yes." Yeah, don't I'm you say, have that's, a fucking house, that's a, man? 
That's a lot of liars in there. I mm, I would love to meet someone that had that had fucked in a thunderstorm. I want that. Rich, have you ever fucked in a thunderstorm? Not outside. The outside is the part that's just not during a thunderstorm. Like that's not a weird that weird of a thing. It's the outside part that's confusing. Yeah, yes, that's, you know, that's if I could right. give you, I think this is a really fun anecdote. Um, I feel like when you're younger, everybody kind of has this one. Like, I had a friend whose dad was like that chill dad who people could kind of ask for anything if they needed a favor or whatever. Like, you're in a shitty situation, you need your car jumped or something. He was just like a reliable guy for that sort of thing. Yeah. I'll never forget a friend of mine. I won't name names because some of these people listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they uh, they had a situation where their car had died. And so they reached out to this uh, this gentleman to come and jump the car for him. And he did. And we and my friend whose father it was were hanging out, like having a few drinks or whatever. And he went to go help our other friend out. And he comes back and he's walking up. We're sitting on the porch having drinks, bullshitting. And he goes, hey, guys, tell your friend next time he wants to fuck in his car, make sure you either leave the engine running or turn it off completely. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And I just thought that was fantastic. (laughs) That was pretty awesome. He just went out to some. He's like, so, yeah, no, he's parked like behind a building in like an empty lot and it's just him and some girl what did he think <laughs> I was like, like i don't know what the fuck's happening yep. yeah, it's it's much harder yep. to to bang it's harder to bang outside than you think it's gonna be especially in Monte. every time you go somewhere I feel like who thinks it's fucking easy who's like oh this is probably really easy what? you know what's always been my stance on it as a as a person there's plenty of places to fuck inside there, wow. there, look, wow. look. I was like, look, we're in New York. We got all these buildings. It's fun. It's fun to be adventurous and do things like that. But uh, the, to to the original poll question, Morgan, I want to know of those eighteen percent of people who may or may not have. I'm not going to call them liars, despite you guys. I want to know out of those eighteen percent of people if, like, they have some kind of regimented protocol with their significant other, where they're like, you know, they're like doing housework or something, and then they just hear the thunders start rolling and then they both just look at each other with wide eyes and they're like, is this it? And then they wait and they both kind of run to the window and they're like, it's like a double, like two sides <laughs> oh of a window and they're time. both looking on one side and they're looking and they're the clouds yeah. and they start seeing. So is it my lightning. turn to hold the golf club or is it your turn? They're waiting for the lightning strike to just yeah. confirm they can go outside right? and fuck. Dude, mm-hmm. every <laughs> time they hear thunder, they start to get like kind of turned on. They're like, but they can't. They can't go outside until they see the lightning strike. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like well, the lightning strike, game. and they have to see they have to see rain start to fall, and then they're like, "Oh, it's time!" They start rubbing their hands. The the uh, he's sitting there holding a condom, like, "Come on, yeah, come no, he on!" Runs upstairs, grabs the fuck lube and the uh, condom, and he like barrels downstairs, almost trips on the last few steps. And then their three-year-old's like, "Dad, mom, where are you going? Shut up, stay in the house." And they're like, "Shut up, Candace!" And they're like. The wife is dragging a tarp out of the front door. A tarp? Play in your room for a while. A tarp? Yeah, how do you fuck outside? In the mud, baby. Um, oh, that's imagine. that's where you got that UTI from. <laughs> it was like... 
Yeah, a little weird. You say you, know, you, the, you the DI okay with, but you lost me at the condom. I was Urinary like, no. dict infection. <laughs> UDI. Udi. Speaking of Udi soft. Um, what the fuck? I'm, I'm trying here. Come on, work with me. <laughs> I don't think you are. I feel like you're doing the opposite of trying. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear Ubisoft in my head when he said Udi, for what it's worth. Udi, 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 rockin' everywhere. I do have a pretty artistic way to end the show, but I want to make sure what? we are there properly before I rush it. Uh, is there anything else that someone would like to mention? Oh, yeah. oh, Shay. Shay has something really exciting planned for us. Mm. So, yes. Yeah, so I was talking with Matt, a good friend of ours and a patron, and he was saying, oh, dude, your 200th episode is coming up shortly. I was like, yeah, man. And he's like, you know what's kind of crazy is I've been going through the oh, very beginning episodes. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. I was like, you know what would be awesome is if you pull some of your favorite clips, some of the funniest clips that you hear from those really early episodes, so I can play them on the Chompcast. So anyway, he didn't do I that. Have... <laughs> so I didn't do that. No, I'm just kidding. So I have eight clips that our good buddy Matt has pulled, and I want to play them for you guys. So uh, here we go. Are you guys ready? Sure. Yeah. You know, I want to beat the shit out of your face, Morgan. That's what for I love about me. Uh, for telling me that Borderlands is a good game because it has loot in it. I want to beat the fucking shit out of your face for that. <laughs> and the irony is I ended up liking Borderlands 3. Mm. No, dude, that's a good take because Borderlands 3 is a r- bad game. Rethink it. Okay. I'll, I'll try. What? Make, he was talking about Borderlands one. 1. Yeah, Borderlands yeah, said, 1 is a fucking bad He said game. he ended up liking Borderlands 3, and I was just correcting him. Oh. <laughs> All right, next one, number two. I, I played probably about half of the first level of Tomb Raider 1 again, and it's still the biggest piece of shit that's ever been made. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> oh god, can we quit this goddamn podcast? Can we make podcast? that like a ringtone? Can we release a ringtone? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, I quit. Totally. I quit. All right. Can't Number 3. Verbal Number abuse. 3. Between Morgan Josh and I are going to be graced with uh fish slamming his dick down our throat because it's just a treat. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Context <laughs> is not needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unnecessary. All right, number four. Yeah, it's okay. It's gonna, it's gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the high road and just you know tell you to go fuck idea. yourself. That's actually <laughs> <laughs> that's the high road, right? I and said that. You said that. Yeah. Weird. It used to be funny, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, number five. Playfully trying to get something going there. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to talk. To and we just playfully it's... kicked your ass. Hey, hey the Josh quote. <laughs> what was what were we talking about? I there? have no idea. <laughs> Again, context not needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know what episodes these are from, so you're really gonna have to go back to like the first twenty episodes to find. Oh, it. all right. A while ago, Morgan. Morgan, brace yourself for this one. And we've oh, been excited no. all day to talk about Abzu. Um, it's going to be eligible for a game of your discussion. Um, for some of- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I love Abzu. Oh my god! I, I also like Abzu. I'll... Uh, I liked what I played of it. All Morgan, right. did you play Beyond Blue? <laughs> He's never even heard of it. It's all right, number seven. I can do all the things I wanted to do, like watch My Little Pony without having to hear someone sing along with it, and <laughs> you know, adult stuff. <laughs> no idea what the context is for that one. <laughs> not needed. All right, and last but not least, uh, this clip is uh, a remnant of a former time. Even though he couldn't be here, he is here in spirit. Uh, am I wearing this uh, strap on right? <laughs> you had our old theme music in there, and you had a great fish quote. Am I wearing this strap on right? Oh my goodness. That's right. <laughs> so, that's those it, are great. the eight clips that our good buddy Matt has assembled for us. So, Matt, uh, thank you very much for doing that. I love you, buddy. <laughs> thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt. That was awesome. Yeah, that uh, was. Morgan's going to have nightmares Matt, about that Tomb Raider clip. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna haunt me for the rest. Of my no, life. like again, if we can get it through to iTunes, I think that's our first ringtone. Is just <laughs> Josh you know, saying as, the two as much as I, pile of dog shit. As much as yep. I disagree with that, as much, as long as he wasn't saying that about Terminator Two, I think I can live with it. I can because the first one's so dark at the beginning in that cave. Yeah, now, that's I the problem. Going mm-hmm. back, <laughs> she didn't have that ponytail to help you see what was going on. Not um, that I'm doing like backflips <laughs> into a fucking rock crevice. That's the issue, is that it's uh, dark. It was, it was very dark. Yep. It was very dark. Uh, okay. All right. Are you depressed well, now? Note, <laughs> I, Hi, hey. He was always depressed. so sad. Yeah, I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's never... No, no, no. I was just uh, reflective. Well, I think this is... um. So, I have one final thing I want Morgan, to play wait, for you Wait, wait. I was serious before. You should look up Beyond Blue. I think you'd really like that game. <laughs> Beyond Blue? I don't know uh, if it's on console, but you have a PC now, and it's $20 on Steam, and I think you should play it. Still $20? Beyond Blue. Okay, it looks nice. It's, it's, look, I'm, 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 I've always been with Blue, around Blue, and slightly ahead of you. Blue, but never You don't beyond. know if you're beyond it yet? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been Beyond Blue. We'll so. get you there. I'm, that was a pretty I'm, decent Morgan joke there. I think that was your best one no. this episode. Can we get a round of applause right here? <laughs> round of applause. It's <laughs> just going to be one guy. It's the end Dolly. of that. It's the end of that Shia LaBeouf video with Rob Cantor. That, or it's going to be Josh being a cheeky bastard and sneaking in an audio clip of someone fapping, <laughs> and that's going to be the clap. And the guy in the I, and the guy in the audio clip. I, fish. It's, we just, we just, it's like one of those hidden things. Oh, we brought fish back for the 200th episode. He was just clapping. We just asked him to masturbate into a microphone. <laughs> it was weird. He was really willing to do that. I don't know. It was difficult. He was like, yeah, I got three minutes to spare. He actually had like a backlog of recordings that he, you know, just pick which, pick one you want. He's like, I'm going to send you three. You pick your favorite. Yeah. Different tones and frequencies. The acoustics in the rooms are different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, this is, a, I promise, this is a good way to end the show because we got stuff yeah. that we're going to record yeah. again. A massive 
Uh, he's got Stairwell weird. one and then Shoney's <laughs> two and three. You know, like, what? What? Shoney's! <laughs> he's Shoney's. But my favorite part about that joke is like, I don't even know how many people know what a Shoney's is. And as someone from New York, you're lucky I know what a Shoney's is. Uh, vaguely, I want to say we had them in Florida. Uh, it's like a kind of restaurant, right? It, it, yeah. Like, I've driven across the country enough to know what a Shoney's is. That's. <sighs> yeah. Yep. But what's specific about a Shoney's that makes it unique? It's, it's it was like, like a those, chain diner sort of a thing. It's like a okay, Cracker okay. Barrel like or something. Oh, like I feel like a Cracker Barrel. Like yeah, it's, Corral yeah, it's like it's it's like a sort of buffet, prettied up Waffle House. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a chain Waffle House, basically. Yeah. IHOP. Okay. Yeah. Shoney's. Yeah, is yeah it's, it's kind of it's kind of in that sort of IHOP Denny's. Is, is it good like to? Is it good like at a Panda Express to uh, feed your data plan detail? <laughs> It's it's so good. It's like perfect to put in your low main. Um, I'm gonna. You guys probably... made that so much worse than it ever was. God, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna did. probably get an IHOP tomorrow. There's an IHOP walking distance from my place, and on mornings when I don't feel like working hard for breakfast, I go pick up IHOP. Mm. Mm. Now, what would working hard for breakfast constitute? N- making breakfast. I think I'm with you. I just eat cereal every morning, so I'm not the person you want to talk I wake up, and I go downstairs, and I go to my roommates, and I go, yo, we going to IHOP? And they're Speak- like, get a job. Mm. Speaking of hopping, we're going to hop on out of here. I want to thank Rich for being here from New York, Josh from Michigan, Shay from Japan. Of course, I'm here from Montana. Um, this is something you guys just got to trust me on this. It's only about a minute or so long. I want to let this play on the way out and just kind of absorb it. Take it in, okay? Okay. Um, I trust you. And <laughs> I'm going to take I a think, bathroom break. Is this a good time? I think, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think this would be an artistic way to end the show. Uh, I really I really feel that. Um, sorry, my, my wife is having a freak out. All right, here we go. Let's do this. <clears throat> Let's take a trip back to Bug Nuts. <laughs> Thank you for stopping yourself before we had to. See, I caught myself on that one. Um, you can find all of the stuff, of course, at Destructoid.com. I just go stories by Rich Meister on Destructoid, and I have a little thing on, on my phone because uh, I don't have time to read all of Destructoid stuff, but I know Rich, so I try to check up on his articles. Remember when I was I, blogging and your, my, face, my face used to be on your phone? That was, that was when I first met Rich was when he was a blo- he was blogging, and then he was on Destructoid, and like one day it's just be like, oh, Rich is here from Giant Bomb or something. It's going to be like, uh, like, what's your end? Like, I'm sure you thought of about it what's your like dream and goal for you uh honestly i think you actually said it i the uh, Gi- giant bomb would be a place i'd love to end up man that would be that'd be a pretty nice right yeah see that seems like a cushy work uh environment mm-hmm. seems hard too With, seems yeah like that's things. just it and it's uh <laughs> it seems they like don't have a lot of turnover there no no, they no, they do not. But you know, you know, who knows where things are at ten years down the line? Yeah, giant bomb or something like that. You keep building yeah. that resume. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say I don't uh, enjoy working at Destructoid. There's great folks, uh, a lot of a lot of folks, and it's uh, obviously a different. Uh, you know, the remote aspect of that work. Morgan, are you rubbing your nipple? Well, if we. Make it big and start making lots of money. 
that dream's gonna shift, my friend. Never, never rule that out. Never, never rule out anything. That's what we always say. Um. Hey, look at that, Rich. Giant bombs lost our game. Look at us, huh? Who'd have thought? I was laughing when I heard that. I was just looking for a quiet exit to that kid. Oh, it's over? Should that I was the artistic recording? ending of the show. It's just going to be a sound clip right into the music there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I saw that, I was like, that is...